What up, what up, what up? We back. We back. We've always been here. We just came back just to come back and let you know we was back again. But we never left us. We've always been back. You feel yes. me? Yeah, I, I can confirm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, man? Listen, it, it's been a minute, but not really. Uh, we trying to give the people what they want. We trying to come on here correct all the time. But... It was a good week of football, man. Good week of football. Good week of good, good week of sports. It's a very good week of football, man. It's two very good, entertaining football games, which are the type of football games I prefer. Exactly. It, it, it sometimes with this season in particular, it's kind of weird, right? If, if, yeah, it, yeah. It is hard to get get a get a good little you know routine going, and you know sitting down on Sundays because you know there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, it was, it was a lot easier this year to kind of just fall out of watching football. And, you know, it's good that the season's, you know, winding down with high-quality games between entertaining, high-quality teams. And, man, we, 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 we can't not talk about the QB battles because I think that's what makes it a little bit more intriguing as well. Hey, man, it's a QB league. Man, and you had some of the best going at it this 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 week some the best statistically it feels like yeah probably wow man like there's there's really levels to this stuff you know as as my good friend and philosopher meek mill would say <laughs> there's really there really are levels to this i love it man I, hey that, hey if he says it it's law yeah like man you know in the first game matchup of the greatest of all time in Tom Brady, maybe the greatest of kind of that, that later generation it with Aaron Rodgers, you know, um, two surefire hall of famers. And in the second matchup, we had the chiefs and the bills, arguably the greatest quarterback in the league right now, Patrick Mahomes, but Josh Allen, He's showing some stuff. He's an MVP contender this year. Came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. It's just you. It's a QB driven league, man. And I love it. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk about that Packers Bucks game. Ooh, the goats, the goats going at it, man. Hey, listen, and it, it's, it's crazy when you mentioned it earlier, man, when you look at Tom Brady, he's the goat based off of solely his winning and his acumen to always be in the best position possible when it comes down to it, right? And then Aaron Rodgers, who's just one of the most talented guys in the league, and it has been one of the most talented guys in the league, just physically gifted, right? And being able to see these guys kind of go at it a little bit, you know, you would always give the edge to the guy that, you know, isn't, you know, 40-something, right? I try to be nice to Brady by that saying his age, but that boy, old oh, nah. That boy old. And then with, you know, somebody with the, the arm of Aaron Rodgers and the talent, you're like, okay, you know, it's going to be a good matchup. And it ended up being a great matchup, man. I didn't, I didn't think it was, you know, you, you, you always got to, when Aaron Rodgers is involved, you always got to give him a chance, right? There's always a chance for him to come back and do what he does. As a, as a Lions fan, you would know. Man, I, I, I was hoping we weren't going to go there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just remember a lot of those Hail Marys. Those, 
those the, those sorry, wounds man. are still fresh, Wallen. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't take it back, but I'm sorry. You'll pay for that. I, I know. I know. But listen, man, it was a great game. I did not expect the Bucks to come out on top, obviously, uh, based on the last episode. <laughs> let's but- let's talk about that real quick. You know, for those of uh, <laughs> the uh, those of you wondering, Wallen. His prediction in the last episode was Packers 48, Buccaneers 0. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not how things turned out. Well, well, the way that the you know my uh, betting accounts were set up, it only made sense to go that way because I would have mm-hmm. made a, a mm-hmm. killing. Okay. I, hey, listen, it happens. Listen, it happens. I, you just expect. I just expected them to come out and play a little bit better in the Bucks, and I forgot about the defense. And I'm like, yo, that offense, that offense is spectacular. It's gonna be great, and it just didn't turn out that way, which is okay. I, I thought when you had it, they were gonna get to an early lead and force, uh, force Tom Brady to have to throw it quite a bit, and it just and whenever Tom Brady is forced to throw it with no play action, no runs, no crossers, it just comes, it becomes kind of a thing. But hey, yeah. Brady, Brady was letting it loose now. Hey man, this game was really a tale of two halves. First half, Buccaneers were tearing it up. I thought I thought it was chops at halftime, man. I really did. Uh when when Brady when you, Tom Brady hits the Hail Mary, basically. It wasn't really even a Hail Mary, just hits the deep shot as time expires going into halftime on you. Man, it just looked like Packers were done. I mean, we we both know you can never count Aaron Rodgers out, but at that time, man, I was I I was already counting. Yo, I uh seeing Brady throw some <laughs> throw some bombs was uh interesting. Like, you you can still do that? I was shocked, man. Man, it it makes it a whole lot easier though. When you then you got a corner out on an island playing cover three and just being flat footed, getting beat deep. That was that was straight up atrocious coverage by Kevin King. Hey, that boy, uh, Kevin King, bro. Listen, Brady threw a 39 yard touch, 39 yard touchdown. I, I that's unheard of, but it was easy because. <laughs> Kevin King, oh god. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go back real quick. Kevin King had one of the worst games as a cornerback I've ever seen. Right, and, and there's I've seen a lot of bad cornerback play, but to see it look so terrible in the first half. Right, first off, all the Pat Buccaneers touchdowns in the first half. Kevin King was a part of that. The first one to Mike Evans. How do you get burned by Mike Evans? Try to be, and he missed, he missed times, missed times trying to go up for the ball after, trying to bat the ball away after he gets burned by Mike Evans. Okay. Man, I'm just, I, I can't, how, how do you get burned by Mike Evans? You just, how are you going to, you lose him? You, how, how do you lose Mike Evans? Yeah. I, and maybe, and again, he actually doesn't give up a lot height wise to Mike Evans. Mike Evans is 6'5. Oh, Kevin King's a tall corner. 6'3", yeah, okay? 
So, I mean, don't tell me you slow or something, man. Like, if you you know your game, you 6'3", you're probably not running with people like Tyreek Hill and some of those speed guys. Y- your game is being physical and, and probably giving up some cushion, right? Like, you, you got you to gotta have a nice little cushion when, you, when you're when guarding some of these receivers. So, there is that Kevin part Kevin King it. ran a 4'4'3 four, four, at the combine, son. Hey, man, that's, I don't <laughs> believe nothing. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. Nope. I ain't taking that. Not four four something. Nah, I'm not taking that. Not after that performance. He was just flat footed. Hey, he did run. I don't he, know. He did run a four four three. <laughs> but listen, man, you can't come out there and, and do that to Mike. Like let Mike Evans score on you on that first one. Then the second one, he had a chance to stop Leonard Fournette at the goal line and ended up face down with Leonard Fournette rolling over his body for that touchdown. Okay. And then the third one, right? And I'll, I'll give him slack on that second one. But the third one was the most atrocious one. Giving up that 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 touchdown to Scotty Miller, right? Oh, gosh. How you give up a touchdown to Scotty Miller? What is wrong with you? Golly, man. He gives up a... a, a and that was basically... Scotty Miller had, I think, two receptions for 36 yards. Like, one of his receptions was a negative play. <laughs> that You give up that bomb with three seconds left on the clock. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's, it's, it's the end of the second quarter. End of the second quarter. And there's only one thing that can happen. And you're playing cover three. You know what cover three is, man. You know what cover three is. But then after all of that, okay, let's, you had a bad half. You'd be disappeared in the third quarter, which is good. You don't want to be seen as a cornerback like that, okay? You don't want to be seen. You want to have a nice, quiet day. Nobody's catching the ball on you. Maybe you get a couple of interceptions and we see you, but we didn't see him. And then right on cue, fourth down, excuse me, third down, fourth quarter, he gets called with a P.I. And you can't, it's not one of those P.I.s when you go, oh, no, I didn't do that. Relax. Got that. I mean, he was going to do that anyways, but that's a whole, whole thing for the defender, but. Man. He Fist, got caught with that handful. Hand fistful, man. Fistful of just jersey just and then and then you know it's bad when you see the jersey elongated. Like, I mean the shirt elongated. You're like, yo, you really holding on to this man's shirt, man. Come on, man. Let it go. But it, it, that was just not I'm sure he's getting a ton of crap about it, which he should. But nah, man. Kevin King, it wasn't his best night. Uh Good luck coming back next year. I'm pretty sure uh, you, it's hard to come back from stuff like that, man. It's hard to st- – yeah, it's it's hard to come back. But, hey, it happens. But, listen, man, Tom Brady, that first half, whoo-wee, that boy looked good now. But you know what happens. You know <laughs> they what play happens. a second half. They play a second half. That boy went 20 for 36, 280 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. Jameis Winston's like, you copied my flow. Word for word, bar for bar. That's the Jameis Winston style. Jameis Winston special, man. Exactly. Jameis like, damn, man, y'all could have kept me for that, man. Come on, man. Why y'all owe me like that? But listen, man, I I really, really thought that, that it was a really good game. And you know, there's a lot of mistakes on the, on in, in, on Green Bay's side, right? There's a ton of Ooh. mistakes, ton of mistakes. There, um, there were some iffy decisions late in the fourth quarter that we need to talk about, Wallen. Yeah, yeah. First, first one being, I would say, uh, Aaron Rodgers' decision. 
to not take off and run in for the would it well would it, would have been uh, to the touchdown to bring the game within two pending uh, the two point conversion, which we'll never know about because you know Rogers trusted his arm and. You got to go with Rodgers on that. You know, 10 times out of 10, he makes that play happen, really. Nine times out of 10, I sh- guess I should say, since it didn't happen here. Uh, Asterix. <laughs> but he, he rolls to his right, and he kind of tries to force it in, cross his body back into the middle, and it's just not there, throws it into traffic. But had he just kept running, he probably makes that corner, scores it. But he didn't. Fourth down. Packers decide to kick the field goal with I want to there was it was like what 205 left on the clock or something like that. Yeah. Um 8 point game. So you need a touchdown. You kick the field goal to make it a 5 point game. You still need a touchdown. What better, better time to go for that touchdown is when you're already in the red zone. So Matt LaFleur Hey, you're a great coach. I don't know what the heck you were thinking here. Wallen, you got any thoughts? Hey, listen. If A.A. Ron would have maybe ran or maybe got a couple yards there, right? Because he could have ran there. He could have definitely ran uh, on that third down play. And I hate when he does this because he comes back and in 2020 hindsight, you know, 2020 vision, right? He's like, listen, if I knew that, you know, we would have, we would have uh, kicked a field goal in, in the fourth quarter. I I probably wouldn't have, you know, I probably would have ran or I probably would have did something a little bit different. Man, every play is your last play. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or in the next play. play. Just play the down. Try to get what you can now. So I don't like that he did that. And he definitely could have ran, right? The decision on Matt Flafour's end to kick the field goal, and I do not condone this, but if he did, if it worked, people would have been like, he's a genius. It worked. It was fine. He had four timeouts. He gambled on He gambled on his defense, and he thought his defense was going to be able to stop Tom because Tom wasn't the same guy in the first half that he was in the second half. He thought he probably could have did it. And it looked like it was going to work out fine because they gave up, like, what, nine yards on the first play. They go ahead, and they, they let the two-minute warning happen. And then on the, on the next play, they – go ahead and uh, dr- get drawn off sides and they start over with three more timeouts. So, okay. Now it's, everything's so good. And they get down to the third, third down and then Kevin King. Right. So if it would have worked, it, people would have been like, yeah, that was a good move. That's smart. But again, I get your point. He needs a touchdown. Go for to it. Me, to, yeah. To me, I'm not taking the ball out of Aaron Rodgers's hand and saying, that I'm going to bet my team's uh, my team's chances here on my defense stopping the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady, how many times throughout his career have we seen him, you know, on a game-winning drive or just, you know, being able to ice a game late? It's just I'm not I'm not taking when I've got the chance to put the game in my quarterback hand, my quarterback's hands and my quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. I'm doing that. Yeah. Listen, and again, I, I I try to defend him, but it's it's undefe- it's indefensible. He should have he should have went for it because if you go for it and you miss it, you're still probably gonna get that two minute warning. 
You're still exactly. You're still gonna get that two minute warning. It was it was pretty dumb. You're gonna you're yeah you're gonna and now it's a field position too. You've got him pinned deep. Yeah, it was pretty dumb, man. What, what did you What did you think about uh Rogers' comments after the game? Um, you know, he's speculating uh, what the futures of everybody, and you know, a lot of futures are going to be uncertain, myself included. Hey, man, this is this is classic Aaron Rodgers, though. He's, mm-hmm. he, this is what he does. He says these things, and that's why I said I didn't like the fact that he was like, if I knew we were going to kick it in the fourth uh, fourth down, I would have did. Like, he always does this, and he likes to, you know, I, I don't know. I Me, personally, I think that he likes the attention sometimes. I think he likes to keep it, you know, buzzing and keep the attention over on him a little bit. But obviously he's going to be back. I don't like, – where is he going to go? And I think today he backtracked on it. He was like, yeah, obviously I don't see why I wouldn't be here, but – they're going to do everything to keep him because they don't make it to the NFC championship without Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you plan on doing with Jordan Love or whatever. It, it's Jordan Love se- it's Jordan Love season. I mean, come on, bro. I don't know about all that, man. We Aaron, call that Valentine's Day. Aaron Rodgers Valentine's Day. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is still clearly clearly a a a great quarterback. Oh, he's I mean, the I mean, it's him it's him or Mahomes for MVP this year. Yeah, 30, 33 completions on 48 attempts, 346 yards, three touchdowns and a rare interception that uh your boy uh Sean Murphy, what's his name? Beat Burton. Button. Button. I guess that was a great pick by him, right? It's it's Aaron Rodgers is the reason why you're there. Obviously, obviously Devontae Adams is the reason why you're there as well, but you know, Marquise Valdez-Scantling, he balled too. He had 115 yards, four receptions. So I think some of those tr- those picks now that you saw, uh, I mean, probably should have shored up the defense a little bit more. Uh, some of those picks, but maybe he was the best. Jordan Love was the best of. Uh, he was not the best available. I'm no, it, you know what? From a totally unbiased point of view, Packers, it's time to blow it up. Oh uh, wow! That's that's it's time time to trade Aaron Rodgers. Um, trade, trade it, trade Aaron Rodgers, uh, send him back home to California, trade him to the 49ers time to just blow it up. Hey, uh, let's tank tank for the next five, 10 years. It's just not worth it anymore. Guys, you had a good run. Let it go. <laughs> totally unbiased view. No ulterior motives behind this recommendation. Oh, wow. Listen, I will say this though. I mean, you they I think they're they like again, you you could say that they've been planning for this anyway, right? Mm-hmm. With with that pick and then, you know, they they took AJ Dillon. And AJ Dillon actually played. He played, man. Man, and he he had one play, man, when he came out, bro. Oh, hey. And he I didn't realize that he was a 250-pound running back cuz I I, oh, I, yeah. I saw him a little bit in Boston College and he he looked like he had some some wheels, but there was the first play that he ran, or like the second play he ran, he slipped out of the backfield, and then like there was a, a defender on his back, and he carried him for another f- like six yards. And I was like, oh, okay, this guy's kind of strong. <laughs> so, but something to really look at though, and this is why I would argue to not blow it up for at least one more year. <laughs> you might you might just need to figure a couple moves out and just figure something out here, because Valdis Catton is still he he's he's pretty good. Monte Adam, Alan Lazard, uh, he had a, a couple moments here where he struggled. I don't know if those guys are 
outside of Devontae Adams are actually any good versus they just have an amazing quarterback throwing it to them. Yeah. Just get Aaron Rodgers some weapons, guys. Yeah. Stop drafting quarterbacks and running backs when you already got quarterbacks and running backs. Well, here's what here's my point here. Aaron Jones, there's a lot of mistakes that are made in this game for the Packers, and they still were in it at the end, right? <laughs> so Aaron Jones cost them this game quite a bit. Like, he fumbled the first time, got lucky, and I think uh, Tunyon, like, fell on the on the ball to recover it when he fumbled the first time. And then that second time he fumbled, that, that, that without those that fumble there, they're, they're, they win this game, man. Without that fumble from Aaron, Aaron Jones, I think that he fumbled on their 30, on their own 30. They win this game. Yeah, but without three interceptions from Tom Brady, it's a blowout. So, I don't know. I think turnovers were kind of, uh, you know, came out evenly in the end. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like that momentum, I think momentum is a real thing. I think that momentum is really what kept them from from really taking this game but listen at the end of the day there was a lot of mistakes on the Packers end and they were still in it again Tom Brady copying Jameis's flow it's okay but at the end of the day man it was a great game I I I, I hear your argument to to just blow it up but I feel like they're close I, like I, they're close. I want I, I gotta come come clean I don't think Green Bay should actually blow it up oh but as, as a Lions fan oh as a Lions fan Green Bay, you need. I know you're listening. Blow it up. You heard it here first, folks. Aaron Rodgers, I know you're a big fan. I know. I know you're uh, an avid listener. Force a trade. Hot take. <laughs> hey man, that's not gonna happen. But hey man, as a Lions fan, as a Lions fan, as a Lions. Hey man, fan. I gotta have hope. I gotta have hope. Yeah man, listen. We got to talk about the other game here. The Chiefs uh, defeat the Bills. Patrick Mahomes did his thing as usual. But, man, you know, they tried. They The Bills, you know, they they tried. They tried to do their thing. 38 to 24, they tried. Now, they really tried. Uh, Josh Allen went 28 for 48, which he threw the ball quite a bit. 287 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, 29 for 38. 325, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Boy did his thing. I was actually surprised, man. I thought I thought the the Bills were gonna get crushed here, and I think they they tried to hold their own uh, throughout the game. Uh, they 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 drew first blood nine zero, and I think uh, was it? Uh, man, I'm I'm totally blanking on his name. Oh, Hardman uh, muffed the punt uh, mm-hmm. early in the first quarter, and that led to a, a touchdown as well uh, for. The uh, the Bills, it was interesting because I think the, the game was, it was a, it was a, a nine, it was nine zero after the first quarter. And I'm like, I can't remember yeah. what, what happened, but did they go for two? I think they might have, I don't remember, but <laughs> they, it was, it was interesting, man. Like I, I didn't expect the Bills to hang in there like that, like they did, but. Obviously, the Chiefs prevailed. They got they just have way too many weapons, man. You, you Tyreek Hill had 172 yards, man. Just just carving them up. Travis, and then when you go, okay, let's take away Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey gets 13 receptions, 118 yards. Then two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Then you have the guy, you know, you got you got Hardman. He comes out, has like a big play for like one carry on a reverse for 50 yards. Like this. 
and then and then he comes so back later, speed, and then Kelsey, and they've just got too many weapons. Yeah, and then Hardman comes back and scores a, scores a, a, a touchdown. He catches a touchdown. Then you have like then you got to deal with Darrell Williams, and you're like, wait, how did that happen? He's scoring a touchdown too. He got 52 yards. Oh no, don't forget about Edwards Alaire. He had a touchdown. You're like, what do you do? What do you do, man? And then you like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is slinging it everywhere. We're just going to kind of keep him, kind of stop him from slinging it everywhere. And then he'll bust out for a 20-yard run. And you're like, wait, what happened? It's, it's, it's insane that, you know, like you said, Mahomes going 29 for 38, 325, and three touchdowns. And that's like a quiet game for him. We're like, oh, you know, Bills kind of held him in check. And Mahomes couldn't do his normal Mahomes things, but he still got it done. Yeah. I mean, and you, and you have Tyreek Hill getting, you getting a silent 172, man. Silent. Mm-hmm. It, That's the standard these guys have built for themselves that we expect greatness and so much even above greatness from these guys. That's how good they've been playing. Like, yo, oh, it's. It's incredible. It's great to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why the Chiefs. I have to say, that's why the Chiefs are going to be favorites in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I mean, I, I will bring this up because I, I, this is going to help influence my pick later. But you know, the Chiefs and the Bucks game was close. Uh, I think week eleven. I think it was close. So that's something to keep in mind. I think they they ended up winning by like a touchdown or or, or a field goal. So it, it's that's you, you can't ever let the Bucks defense go away because they end up doing pretty well as well right pretty well as well they end up doing pretty well right they, they they have a pretty solid defense but man the chiefs are, are are favorites i don't i wouldn't say overwhelmingly but yeah overwhelmingly i'll say it they, they're they're they just have too many weapons yeah hey, that that defense was able to get after josh allen and harass him enough you know like i said josh allen is an MVP candidate. He's not the favorite, but he had a great year. Yeah. And, you know, they were able to slow him down enough where that, you know, they forced him behind early, give that offense a, a chance to build a lead. And then, you know, that puts the, that puts the opposing team's offense out of sync. And now they're having to throw the ball a lot more than they want to in order to try to catch up. I don't think the bills going in wanted Josh Allen to be throwing it nearly 50 times, Uh, but that's what they had to do. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. Listen, do you uh, do the bucks of Kansas city? That's their whole strategy. That offense puts them, Ahead, do the Bucks want Tom Brady have to be throwing it fifty times? Yeah, I doubt it. They that's that. I mean, that's what happened the last time the Bucks met with them, right? They they uh, yeah, that's what happened the last time that they they saw each other. Is it was Tom Brady threw for forty one, three hundred forty five yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and then this was not a quiet day for uh. It was not a quiet day for Patrick Mahomes. He had 37 completions on 49 attempts for 462 yards and three touchdowns. So, yeah. And Travis Kelsey had an attempt that game. So, those are... And then, oh, also, that is the game that Tyreek Hill won me fantasy with... It's going for a casual 269 yards and three touchdowns. He was torching those that, that secondary. It was ridiculous. Like the first quarter, the first quarter, it was like, was it the first quarter? Yeah, first quarter, first half, it was all Tyreek Hill. So good luck, Bucks. Good luck. And I think that they just got to just figure it out at the end. But 
Listen, man, I, I, I Josh Allen kind of came out of nowhere for me this year and did pretty well, but listen, man, the Chiefs are just too much, and that defense, is, the, the defense is good enough. They're good enough. They figured out. They're able, they're able to make plays. They're able to get after the QB, you know, Tyron Matthew, the honey badger. He's man. able to make plays, you know, force a fumble, get an interception. They, the defense, you know, they're not going to shut you down, but they're able to make plays. And when you've got Patrick Mahomes in that offense, that's all you need to do. Yeah. I mean, the Tyron Matthews all over the place. And then, you know, people forget Chris Jones is still on that on that team. You know? They got playmakers on that defensive line. Yeah. Frank Clark still doing his thing. Listen, man, it's going to be an interesting Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't want to talk too much about the Bills because they're an AFC opponent here. Uh, but, hey, man, it happens to the best of us, Bills. <laughs> Woo! Hey, see, I love seeing Stefan Diggs, though. I will say this. I did appreciate seeing Stefan Diggs kind of looking, uh, watching the celebration afterwards because I've, I've been in that situation where I've lost the championship and I've stayed on to see it. Oh, man, there's something that that does to you, man. There's something that it does to you. And he had a, an amazing year as well. I'm glad that he was able to get away from, uh, I, I always forget his name, man. Kirk Cousins. There you go. I was glad he was able to get away from him and kind of get guy that can get him the ball but you know still played pretty well 76 uh, yards I mean 77 yards that game for Stefan Diggs Cole Beasley with 88 yards on a broken leg bravo man insane bravo wouldn't recommend it you know I would you would have been honorable for you to sit out because I definitely don't want to see your leg snap on the field now but hey I will give you the credit where it's due I definitely would not recommend anybody to play any football game with a broken leg Shades, shades of uh, Terrell Owens. Yeah, I was really. just about to say that. Trying to uh, pull his to man. Uh, obviously, he's not to, but that's why I didn't want to say that. But Lucas went there. Uh, I went there. Yeah, you it, definitely did. <laughs> but listen, big news: the Chiefs lose left tackle Fisher. Yeah, Eric Fisher torn Achilles, so that's gonna be. You know, a interesting matchup going up against a pretty good defensive line by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if they have any chance to try to slow Mahomes down, it's going to be, you know, getting after him with the pass rush. Um, whether that be Shaq Barrett or maybe Ndamukong Sue, um, Jason Pierre-Paul lining up there on the edge. They've got, they got the guys who can do it. So... No, that's that's their biggest opportunity to, you know, stay in this game. Rolling with my homies. <laughs> Rolling with my boy, man. He's gonna figure it out. It's, it's so hard to stop them, man. It's so hard, but it, it is. He's got he can get the ball he can get the ball away from any arm angle. It doesn't matter. You you can be tackling him, throw him to the ground, he can get the he'll still throw the ball, you know, thirty yards downfield, flick of the wrist. Look at the flick of the wrist and any angle running, uh, scrambling, uh, getting out of the pocket, setting back, relaxing, you know, boom, hitting it, squaring back up. No look. Ooh, doing the, doing the Dennis Rodman with the uh, throwing it behind your back and like this. It don't matter. I'm always rolling with my homies. Okay, That's how I feel. Listen, man. What's going on in Philly, Lucas? <laughs> man. That's a that's a good question. Trash. No. Trash. Don't don't. What you about to say? 
What you about to say? Listen, listen. So they've made they've made a hire. Okay, this is an interesting search to get there, but they made a solid hire. Uh, the offensive coordinator from the Colts, Nick uh, Seriani. But man, whew, man, the 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 people, the people they were interviewing, that was a it was an interesting road to get to where they got. Hey Lucas. Trash, 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 <laughs> trash. That's all I will say. I don't got nothing to say, bro. I, J- Josh McCown? Who? Are you dumb? What that man is fresh off. Hey, wasn't he just on the team like he, last year? Wasn't he on yeah. the team? <laughs> hey man, I, I battled with you guys. Hey man, listen. The cow, the cow, look at the Cowboys. Cowboys just had a Kellen Moore offensive coordinator as offensive coordinator who they were putting up great numbers before Dak got hurt. Kellen Moore is like 10 years younger than Josh McCown. And he was interviewing for head coaching jobs this year. So I don't know. <laughs> bro, I'm not messing with Josh McCown, bro. I'm not messing with Josh McCown. I don't care what you tell me, Lucas. Shame on you. Okay. Would would you would you would you have hired Josh McCown with the with the Lions? No. Okay. What you on then, man? I just thought it was interesting, man. You thought it was interesting. Bro, this this see this this what I'm talking about, folks. Y'all hear this, man? He thought it was interesting. Hey man, it ain't my team, so I'm down. If it ain't my team. My requirement for every hire by another team is that it's interesting. That's all I care about. Hey man, this is this is this keep is me, keep me entertained. I don't care if it was good or not. I just want to be entertained. Hey man, y'all terrible Eagles. Figure it out. Y'all hey, need to go ahead and trade I'm, or do I'm what happy. y'all need to do. I'm happy with the the hire they ended up making. Uh, you know, unlike the Texans who are oh, still out here trash. not trash. not doing nothing. Trash, 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 trash. The, the only explanation is that the Texans are waiting to hire Eric Bieniemy. It's the only reason they could possibly have, other than being a complete dumpster fire, and that why they haven't hired a coach yet. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is the main candidate out there that is still in the playoffs. So. And, uh, you know, the prevailing thought, the theory out there is that if they hire Bienemy, they might be able to convince Deshaun Watson to stay, even though, you know, Deshaun Watson's camp has put it out there. He doesn't care who the coach is. He doesn't care if they hire Bienemy. He wants out. So it looks like they've burnt all the bridges and then set fire to all the rubble of those bridges and then plowed the rubble into the ocean. I, um, I can wrap this up with one sign, sound bite trash. Okay. Listen, the Texans, y'all are so stupid. Okay. Let me tell you why it was stupid. Okay. You have a franchise quarterback and you've managed to find every which way to mess this up. You can't, you, y'all should be called can't get right. 
First, you hire Bill O'Brien. You say, you know what, Bill? We like you so much from what you did at Penn State. We're going to make you the GM. That like Maybe they just don't know what that means when you are a GM. They, maybe they don't understand that they control basically your entire organization and your franchise from a player's perspective. Not just from a player's perspective. The whole thing. There's intricacies. There are scouts. There's lots. There's draft picks. There's there's a free agency. There's money. There's caps. There's a lot of stuff that this GM got to figure out. What did he? What did Bill O'Brien do at Penn State to make you think that he had the ability to make some to make GM moves in this world? How do you manage to do that? Not only do you do he, that. No, no, no. He made, Chris, he made Christian Hackenberg look like an NFL QB. Jesus Christ! Like these boys is so, but they are so far out of the league, man. They shouldn't even be in the league. Sell the team. I don't know. <laughs> do something. You have royally messed this up. You have a franchise quarterback. You had JJ Watt. You have like, bro. Okay, let's go back. Okay, let me let me let me calm down. I'm a, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I'm okay with this. I like the Texans, okay, from that perspective. But when I see you wasting talent of a talented a talented young individual who's literally is ascending, and all you do is just put horrible pieces around him, that's terrible. You can't even keep your best player because you keep messing up. You go ahead and say, hey, man, let me know some of the coaches you're interested in, man. Like, or let me know some of the GMs you're interested in. Oh, let me know some of this stuff. And you just completely don't listen to them. Hey, man. Hey, babe, you know what? We're going to hire an organization to come in and help us find some GMs. Yeah, let's just go do our own thing. We're just going to waste that money anyway. That's fine. Consultants are not cheap now. They cost money. Uh, hey, listen, I don't think the Texans are, are Dallas. They don't. They're not rolling in dough, right, Lucas? Am I tripping? I don't. I don't know what the owner does for a living, but yeah, the Texans. At least the the team value. Yeah, they ain't no Cowboys. They ain't no Cowboys. So you, you manage to mess this up. So, so then you you finally realize, okay, Bill O'Brien, you're kind of messing me up here, man. You go ahead and trade our first round pick for for Trunsell and, and, and Stills. Still's not even there no more. That boy, that boy, that boy played last Sunday. Okay, and then you go ahead and you trade your your other, your second best player for scraps. DeAndre Hopkins balled out this year. Do you want to know where DeAndre Hopkins ranked in QBs? Huh? Do y'all want to know? Based on the top of my head, I can tell you it was top five for sure. Top five for sure. I know it. I don't even got to look. Y'all are so terrible. It's a doggone shame, man. It really is. To see them come out and just completely mess all of this up every year. And then you can't even keep your best player. This is so it's disgusting. DeAndre, bro, Lucas. Lucas. Maybe I should stop ranting. Tell me if I should stop ranting. Should I stop ranting? Should I? No, no, no. keep going. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins is a pro bowler this year. He's a pro bowler this year. Now, he's usually all pro. 
He's usually all pro when he had Deshaun Watson. He's with a second year quarterback this year. He's a pro bowler. He's probably he's most likely gonna you think he's gonna be all pro this year? I think he'll he'll be all pro. I think so. Am I tripping, Lucas? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't I don't he's up there. Okay. I mean, he had fourteen hundred yards this year, six touchdowns. I think that's pretty comparable. I think that's really good. That's just me. They messed it up royally, and they can't even keep their best player because they're they're, they're just good at messing things up. For they, that's just what they're good at. All they they told him they told him he'd be involved in the coaching search and in the GM search, and then they just didn't talk to him about it, and they made a hire on their own. And man, once you break a promise to Deshaun, he's done with them. There ain't no coming back from that. In, in his mind, you lied to him. Liars, Deshaun. You should come to the Dolphins. You know we have a great relationship with the Texans. But no, now you want to change your mind and go to the Jets. Trash. That's how I feel about the Jets, man. I'm not, we're not, we, come on. Deshaun, Detroit's popping this time of year. Man, you man, know what's man, up. Man, stop talking, man. Stop talking. We will, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But... I've heard that from my sources that Deshaun likes that 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 hire that they made. Uh, what's his name? So, uh, go ahead, help me, Lucas. I don't remember his last name. Uh, the hire that they made with the Jets uh, for head coach. Uh, I can't. Oh, remember. Robert Sala. Sala. There you go. Listen, as as I as I had a name up, you want you want to say it. Thanks for the help, Lucas. Uh, he he really likes that. Really likes that that hire. And then the promotional value that comes with being with within the New York demographic. He likes that as well, which I can't fault him for. But gosh, man, Miami's great. Everyone's like, everyone's exit. You don't want to pay state taxes. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, you may not get all the deals, but it's still Miami. Deshaun, you look like you like Miami. Come on. Man, if I, had to, if I had to choose between New York City and Miami, I'm choosing Miami 11 saying. times out of 10. That's what I'm saying. They got they got a good franchise. It looks like it's on the up and up because it is on the up and up. We're going to be in a Super Bowl in a couple of years. I already t- predicted that on the episode. Y'all should check that out. Okay. It's going to happen. Why not go there? Why Why are you like everyone's leaving New York, man? Every, and, and, then, and then those companies are going to Florida. <laughs> Come on. But that's that's another story. I heard you talk about your 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 damn lions. It's it's lions fans. It's finally it's finally time. It's finally come. Oh wait 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 wait, Lucas Lucas, you said the lions. Trash. I'm sorry, man. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing the connection here. But regardless, I'll continue after I was rudely interrupted. Apologies, apologies. Thank you. Lions has finally happened after. Like our fourth, fifth, I don't remember. It's too many to count. Rebuild. Uh, Matt Stafford has requested to be traded out of Detroit. You know, um, Lions fans, I, I, I'd i say the majority of them, you know, are, are fans of Stafford. He certainly, he put up numbers for us. Um, you know, we weren't able to ever really build a team around him. We made the playoffs a few times. Weren't able to ever uh, win a playoff game, though. But, you know, Stafford's getting up there in years. He's still still great QB, but new coach coming in, and 
it's time it's time to get a new QB uh, who you can build around and you know give Stafford a, a chance maybe to you know go play for a contender. You know, obviously the Lions are going to try to trade him, get the uh, best draft pick most likely uh, possible. So maybe he goes to another team that sucks. I don't know. It's not not my call. I don't really care, to be honest. Um, But end of an era, Stafford likely to be traded um, by the beginning of the new league year in March. So a lot of speculation. uh, Teams that seem to be maybe a quarterback away, in like San Francisco, uh, I think, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy G, he ain't it there. Stafford could definitely have that team in Super Bowl contention. Um, if you were to go there, uh, I think the Broncos were also listed. Indianapolis replacing Phillip Rivers with Stafford again could definitely put them in Super Bowl contention. Um, you know, I've even seen the Cowboys listed as, you know, Stafford possibly being a Dak Prescott replacement. He, he's from the Dallas area. Um, could be interesting. So, you know, sad as I am to see him go. Can't wait to see what uh, Lions get in return for him and how we can screw it up in the future. Hey, Stafford, you see how they turn on you so quick, man? You see how Luke is so willing to just move on for me? That's why Lions fans, y'all different, man. All the sacrifices that... Matthew Stafford has done for this organization. All the blood, sweat, and tears. Hey, you know, man, he, he wants to be traded. So if he wants to be traded, you know, best to him. Hey man, you see you how know? they switch up on you like that. They should be wish they, they should be wishing you the best. They should be begging for you to stay, Matt. I'm I would sure. I would love for him to stay, but he don't want to. It's not in the best interest. So Lions got the seventh pick. Let's go draft Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Trey Lance, let's ball out. Yep. I feel you on that, man. Listen, listen, it's a joke. I get it. Matthew Stafford is the end of an era. That boy got to get up out of there. Uh, but I really like him with the Colts, man. I think the Colts are, are close, man. Mm-hmm. I think they're really, really close. And I think Matthew Stafford would be great there because he's still got it. Matthew oh, he's, still yeah, got he's, de- it. he's definitely still got it. Yeah, I mean, there's a few teams out there that are – kind of just like plug in play situations that, you know, Colts great defense, you know, they got offensive weapons. They were good this year and now their quarterback's gone. Well, look, now you're in, I would say definitely improving the quarterback situation from where Phillip Rivers had it. So. Yeah. Yeah, Listen, listen, Uh, I think that, uh, I think that he could definitely make that happen. And with, the Colts and like you mentioned, you mentioned some other teams like the 49ers and stuff like that. I think all of those uh, are great options for him. Uh, I feel like Matthew Stafford's a pretty chill guy. I think I see his wife on on the news more than I see him on the news. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. If, if So, yeah, Matt Stafford, I don't believe he actually has social media. Uh, so um, anytime, you know, there's news like a rumor or something about Stafford, the way it gets confirmed is through his wife's Instagram. <laughs> um, so when, yeah, when the rumors came up that, um, that Stafford was interested in, you know, seeking a trade, it was confirmed by his wife on Instagram, basically saying goodbye <laughs> to Detroit. That's hilarious, man. Breaking news, breaking news. Listen, man, 
good luck, Matthew Stafford. As long as you don't go to any team in the AFC, I don't have a problem with you. Stay away from the Colts. Go to the 49ers. I'm just saying, you can go wherever you want, man. We're going we gonna, to we gonna handle you no matter what. Dolphins, we got to handle them. Listen, man, let's talk about basketball real quick. Just a couple of highlights just to knock it out real quick. We don't got to spend too much time on this. But, man, LeBron is still balling, man, <laughs> at the age of 36. And Breaking I'm, news, I'm like, LeBron James, I'm, good at basketball. Listen, listen, I got something for you. Hot day. You ready for it? You ready for it? Hit me. LeBron James keeps dominating this year. Hot day. You think the Lakers repeat? I ain't say all that now. <laughs> mm, okay, okay, okay. I ain't say all that now. I I think that you know, I it just it's just interesting to see LeBron still playing at such a high level, but I think that's kind of expected now. He's just gonna just play really well all the time, <laughs> especially like if he's playing and he raises his game for some of those larger games. It's like he knows because. The, the the Bucks game, he had 34 points. They he played the Bulls, had 17 points, and then he went ahead with against the Cavaliers and like, I'm gonna drop 46 on you all now. As you know, his old team, he's gotta. Yeah. So he it's just amazing to see him perform at such a high level, right? To see him like continue to do that. It's it, it, I it's unheard of, man. It's unheard of that somebody could be balling at this age. I think the only person to drop that many, like as many points as he's dropped at, at this age was Kobe. And Kobe was pretty much winding down there. He was, he was mm-hmm. done. RIP. Yeah, man. Uh, LeBron just, just doesn't seem like he's aging at all. It's weird. It's like some Tom Brady effect type of thing, but the he, only way, you know, LeBron is aging is the gray in his beard. Yeah, it is wild man and it's like again 36 isn't old on the spectrum of life right you're like it's, it's a pretty wise year but if, if basketball years man it's like dog years you age five, like four three years every year and he has no major injury other than the groin and that's mm. like a soft tissue thing it's not like a structural thing so yeah yeah man uh it's just, i saw I saw the stat that said should LeBron uh, win MVP this year, he would join, he would join or overtake Carl Malone as the oldest player to ever win MVP. It's wild, man. That's wild. He like, last year, I think he, did he did he I think last year he led he led the league in assists or something like that. I think he had like ten assists. He averaged ten assists last year. I'm like, what? And then this year, he's averaging seven assists. But points-wise, he's averaging 25 again. And I'm like, how are you? What is going on? 18 games, averaging 25. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I, I mean, obviously, he's going to like need to start resting a little bit more and stuff like that. But, man, it is wild to see that, that he's still able to do that. But we're going to see. I think it's probably going to tamper. Tamp- like taper down a little bit as the season wears and he needs to rest a little bit more, but I just want to give this props. I just want to give him his props. Also, his position is listed as point guard, by the way, just to let y'all know. Yeah. Point guard. Holla at him. But we got to talk about, we got to talk about another great here, man. 
Another another Lakers great? Yes, we do. Go listen, ahead. listen. There's a reason they call it Shaqton a fool, right? My God, Shaq, do you even watch basketball anymore? His interviews, his post-game interviews that he's been doing this season have just been atrocious. First, first, you know, for those of you who watch basketball, you know, Christian Wood's success this season, not too surprising. My guy was with the Detroit Pistons last year. Last year came out of nowhere, really. But he was putting and he was putting up 20 and 10 for the second half of the season once the Pistons traded Andre Drummond. So, you know, I got to watch him firsthand. Gets traded to the Rockets this year. This year he's putting up something like 25 and 10. Just continuing tearing it up. One of the better young players in the game right now as a stretch 4, stretch 5. Does his post-game interview with Shaq. Shaq says, I gotta be honest. Uh, I wasn't too familiar with your game. Christian Wood, Christian Wood, props, man. Christian Wood calls Shaq a casual. Hey, man, you a casual, bro. <laughs> he, said, oh, he said, oh, you a casual. <laughs> like, thank you, man. Shaq is a casual. Shaq don't watch games like that. Shaq don't even know basketball like that anymore. Man, so that, and then recently, he does his post-game interview with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, one of the best young players in the game today. One of the best scoring guards we got. Donovan Mitchell, who put the team on his back in the bubble, basically. Scoring like 50 a game for the Utah Jazz. Shaq tells him he don't think he got what it takes to be great, to take it to the next level. Says it to his face, just insults him like that. Says, I don't really think you got it. Come on, Shaq. Give me a break, dude. Do better, Shaq. Do better. Do better. It's embarrassing to have Shaq doing these interviews when he just says stuff like this. Like, I don't know if it's Shaq. Shaq, no, Shaq was one of the most dominating players in the history of the NBA. One of the best players we ever seen. All time great. But to me, it feels like he just doesn't believe that anybody younger than him who's still playing is worthy of like his attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Like he's gatekeeping, you know, the the greatness of the of the NBA, that title for players. You know, he's going to say, of course, every, you know, like LeBron, great player. He'll acknowledge that. But any of these young guys coming up, he's not going to give them their due. And that's a shame, really. Also, I just want to say the one last one. Uh, one of my favorite players in the NBA right now. Uh, Nikola Jokic, the center for uh, the Denver Nuggets, who I think is averaging a triple-double right now and leading the league in assists as a seven-foot unathletic center. Big old Serbian dude. Shaq tries speaking Russian to the guy. Come on, Shaq. Hey, Lucas. 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 I really like how you're talking about Rami. Or like how you talk to me. Okay. <laughs> hey man, man, he's a fool, bro. It's, it's embarrassing. Does. Like, 
Like Shaq had to Shaq had to like Google stuff in Russian. He couldn't also just Google what nationality yeah, Nikola Jokic was before fool, all that. Man. He's a fool, man. It's he's embarrassing. At least with Chuck, Chuck knows he's a fool. Yeah. Charles Barkley isn't out there embar- well, Charles Barkley is out there and embarrass himself, but he's in on the joke. True. Shaq is not. Very true. Listen, man. Shaq is out here just, you know, I, I maybe he's just not be, be, with given the climate of the world, he's probably just not paying attention. He's like, I'm just here to get my check. And it really do feel like that sometimes. Like he's just there to cash a check. Yeah, that's what it feels like. He's just hanging out. He's like, listen, hey man, I uh, haven't seen your game like that. Like, come on, bro, that's your job. And it's not even like it's your job where you have to watch every game. You literally have folks, literally have folks that do that for you. Literally, like they have data, folks. They like us. We have to do our own research before we get on here, right? You have people be like, yo, this Christian Wood guy is looking pretty good, man. You probably should check out some tape, Shaq. All right, let me take a look. Take a look. Let me see his stats. All right, cool. What do you What do you like about him? You know, he looks pretty good because he does this and this and that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Very good off the ball. Great defender and he's a great scorer, man. Mid range guy has all the tools and the, you know you 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 have somebody that they pay ESP I mean, TNT pays people to do that. Christian Wood was right. He's a casual. He probably only watches the game on TNT. He probably only watches the Lakers. And but you tell me Shaq don't got NBA TV. <laughs> no, I guarantee you he don't. <laughs> he, and if he does, he does not watch it. Shaq just watches the games. Shaq just probably watches the Lakers, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's valid. That's valid, man. That is valid. Hey, Shaq, man, do a little bit better, dog. Do Shaq, I know you listening. Come on, son. Do a little bit better. You're gonna end up on Shaq and a fool. Can he end up on Shaq and a fool? Probably. He should. Probably. Yeah. He, he should. But hey, man, I think that's a, that's a good way to end it off, man. Shaq, can you end up on Shaq to the Fool? And if so, put yourself on there. Put yourself on there. Yeah, man. You know what? I say let's let's we're gonna hold off on our uh, our Super Bowl predictions. We're gonna give it a probably till the next pod. Yeah, I'm thinking we'll give it. We'll we'll, we'll definitely have it before then. Yeah, we we gotta let those let some of that uh you know the creative juices stew a little bit. Also, we got to wait, you know, hear some more information on the status, you know, of Patrick Mahomes' health and, you know, all, all the insider information, you know, we get from our sources. Yeah, man. And, and this here's the thing as well, man. Something to think about. What if somebody comes down, like, COVID-19 is still a thing. What, mm-hmm. what happens? Like, that would be. Exactly. That's, I mean, we almost done with the season, but this, that was the big question, really, like, before the season even started. What happens if, you know, Mahomes or Brady or somebody catches it? Do they move the Super Bowl? Do, is it Chad Henney time? Yeah, man. I, ugh, I don't even. Who is the backup quarterback for the Bucks? Oh, Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> oh, that's Chad Henney versus Blaine Gabbert. What everybody's paying the big bucks to see. Yo, I know you didn't. You didn't see that, bro, the other day. <laughs> I forget, man. It's how you expect me to remember Blaine Gabbert? So, though, the funny thing that happened, he tweeted something. No, no, he posted something on. Um, he posted something on Instagram with uh, Brady on there or something like it was him and Brady in the Instagram post. 
And it was hysterical, man. He was like, oh, gosh, what did he say? He was like uh, something God or something like that. It was ridiculous, man. But people were, I, I, I feel like I'm not remembering this correctly for some reason. Okay, yep. He, he said he posted a picture of him next to Brady getting ready for the game. And he goes, gangsters move in silence. <laughs> That's what he said. Gangsters move in silence. That's the caption. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> that's, that's, it's not even the line, man. <laughs> hey, man. That's like, not even the line. That's you butchering the line. Like, bro, you put yourself right next to Tom, like, talking about gangsters moving silence. <laughs> man, did he, how did he spell gangster? Oh, proper. <laughs> there, was, there was an R at the end. Gang, gangsters moving <laughs> silence. I, I don't want to get in trouble. I ain't no defamation, but you know, Blaine Gabbert using the hard R. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> very shocking. Yeah, man. He uses he he used his proper pronouns and everything with his S <laughs> gangsters. Moving silence. Bro, no, it was it, it's it's funny. Like if it does come down to that, I mean if if it comes down to Blaine Gabbert versus Chad Henney, I think that's fair. I think that's fun. But if it's if one of these guys get knocked out or not knocked out, but aren't able to make it, uh, that's gonna that's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be tough. Uh, so we'll see. I hope. I, I think they've made it this far, but you never know, man. You they got, they're know. gonna have Pat Mahomes in a, a literal bubble. I that's what I would do. Protect would, Pat Mahomes at all costs. I'll put that boy, I'll make sure that boy in that bubble, don't leave the hotel, don't go nowhere. If anything, there's more of a chance for the the Bucks because they're home. You know, they're they're, yeah. they're they're home, man. We didn't even we didn't even mention that. First time in Super Bowl history. Yeah. Uh, you know, that uh, the host team is playing in the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. It's the first time a host team is playing the Super Bowl on their home field. There's been a couple of teams that have actually hosted that hosted the Super Bowl, but it wasn't on their in their home stadium. It was in like another stadium down the street. So, oh, so I think, interesting. Like, I think the there was one with the the 49ers, I think, like back in the 80s, and that was in the Rose Bowl. Okay, okay, so, okay. There's a couple That's of them that have fallen hitting us with the fun facts today. Hey man, listen. Hey, listen. I've been doing my Googles. <laughs> I've been doing my Googles. But no, uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I think our, our next episode probably should be uh, focusing on like a, a Super Bowl special. I mean, we should definitely do that. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to uh, give give our fans a Super Bowl special. You know, we'll tell you, you know, we're going to go through all the, you know, the, the bets you can make. We're going to help you make some money out here, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna have you I, I got thoughts. I'm gonna have you all betting on one thing so I can bet on the other. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would do that to you. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the insider information on what color Gatorade they're gonna be using. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Insider information. Yep. Yep. With it, with it. What, what? All the all the good stuff that we know. How long the national anthem is gonna be take take uh to sung be mm-hmm, sung. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We have all mm-hmm. that. We have the, the whether it's going to be heads or tails on the opening coin toss. Uh, what, 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 we're going to break it down. We're going to know when the grass was actually watered, right? We're going to know that. Mm-hmm. We're going to know what the surface is looking like. We're going to know what cleats 
uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be wearing. We're going to know that. We're going to know if the, the footballs are deflated. We'll know some of that as well. Oh, is, that too, yep. is that too soon? No, it's not. No. That's fine. No. That's fine. But no, it, it's exciting. Like always, man, we love you all. Don't forget to, uh, you know, subscribe and, and hit those nice little bu- buttons that make you get this podcast every time we drop a new episode because that stuff helps. Yeah, leave a five-star review, five stars only. Five stars. And leave a review too, man. Let us know if we if we, you like what you hear. Put a little review like in there. Let us know how you feeling. Even if you hating on us too, let us know. Like, hey, man, I cannot stand walling on here, man. He be tripping. His little random rants. Put that on there. But who who doesn't like walling rants? Come on, people. Come on. <laughs> it's the currency that keeps our country moving. Exactly. I'd ask you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days, man. We're gonna be back. Uh, we always appreciate y'all. Peace and love. Shout out Cannon Beach, Oregon. You know what's up.